Bush and Richie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. Normally we'll do like a bit of like chat about this before the show starts. Yeah. But because we love you so much, we work so damn hard on this show, right? We're having to get out of here as soon as possible. And we haven't got time to do this bit properly, even though I am talking for too long. Because uh, we have to get back for a meeting yeah. when we should be having our tea. Yes, it's true. <laughs> it's very true. So The show's going to finish at seven o'clock for those who have listened to the live bit. Yeah. Um, you're listening to it as a, as a podcast. That's great. Yeah. It's the Daily Takeaway. That's what we do for you because we do this bespoke bit. Lovely. We're actually making ourselves late because we should be just going home. There's no easy way to wrap this up apart from saying that we're going the extra the extra mile and you'll you might hear about this in a few weeks time but mm. we're having a meeting about it tonight so yeah. just for transparency here it is this is bush and rich's daily takeaway so i've had this revelation at rugby services that i need to talk about right, right to hear about this so let me let me wind back a little bit I, i've been uh, i don't mention this on the show before but um i've talked to you about this a load of times i've been wanting to have a kfc for ages yeah. for months but my partner katie is vegetarian so i'm not allowed to have one problem i haven't found the opportunity so uh weekend just gone i was driving back on sunday from this board gaming convention in coventry very cool guy on the sunday and i thought to myself it's around about tea time i've still got a, a little while to go now is my opportunity so i pulled off into rugby services on the M1, which is one of the nicest service stations I've ever been to in my life. I need to visit. It's like someone out of the future, it really is. It's an amazing service station. Sat down, had me uh, KFC bucket for one, or lonely bucket, or misery bucket, whatever the, whatever you call it when you have it on your own. And I tell you what, here's the revelation. The chips at KFC are amazing. Oh. I, don't, I don't think KFC gets the credit it deserves for, for good chips. You never hear about KFC being mentioned when people are talking about top chips. Do you know what I mean? So I was thinking, right, this hour of the show, let's just get it out, out on the table, cards on the table for everyone. What in order are your top three chips from fast food outlets? Because mine's a bit controversial. I'm going to say, based on my discovery at the weekend, number one, KFC chips. Okay. Number two, Burger King chips, yeah. which are pretty good. Yeah. And then number three, McDonald's. This is going to be explosive. Again, I've, I put this on Twitter, right, and I've had some terrible abuse from people <laughs> saying I clearly don't like chips. What is, what is wrong with people? KFC chips are always good. I haven't been in a KFC for a while, but um, they're like they've got they like, good. They, I think they've got the skin still on them. I almost went back up and said, "Listen, guys, <laughs> this is a, what you're doing here is amazing. I feel like you're not getting the credit you deserve." <laughs> what would you be your top three uh, top chips? Oh wow, this is a pressurised question off the top of my head. Um, it's tough. It is tough. It's tough. And I feel like if you asked me in half an hour, I'd give you a different one. But right now... As, as we speak right now. As we speak right now. Am I, do, I, don't, I can mention other places that aren't the three that yours, yeah? As long as it's a fast food place anywhere in the world. All right, number one, Nando's Peri Peri chicken um, uh, chips. The Peri so, Peri, like the hot sauce one. It's the fries, but they, they, they sprinkle Peri Peri like powder over it. It's amazing. Okay, so Nando's number one. Nando's number one. I'm going to go local. There's a little branch, little sort of Huckleberry Chicken, they're called. Huckleberry Chicken? Around Hertfordshire, yeah. Okay. It's, it's one on Ware High Street, it's amazing. It's like McClunkey's from EastEnders. But <laughs> <laughs> like a massive box of, of, of chips, so they're good. Okay, that's number two. And then I'll go to Macca's at three. Yeah, Macca's was three for me, just yeah. solid. You know where you are with them, yeah. do you know what I mean? They, ne they never fail to deliver, but maybe they're not, like, spectacular. As an aside, though, Macca's, you need to start offering mayo as a dip. Okay, there's a little little note, little nudge for Mac yeah. is there as well. Uh, Sam says, KFC chips, Bush, you're mad. Getting a lot of stick about it. Uh, cheers, Colonel. Uh, Alex says... Uh, <laughs> it's a revelation, this one. says, <laughs> I've had seasoned fries at Pizza Hut. 
Pizza Hut chips. I did not know they did chips, so that's a destination to try. Alex putting Pizza Hut at one, Slim Chickens at two, Whoa. Five Guys at three. I should mention as well, obviously I had this revelation about KFC, but I think I've said before on this show that my, my younger sister Anna will buy um, a Burger King burger and then drive over to McDonald's to get their chips. That's amazing. Isn't that worth about that for a combo? <laughs> that's amazing. So let's know your top three. Uh, Scott would like to put forward a Rooster's Piri Piri Chips in Southend. Oh, wow. So a nice local one for you. You can try that. I believe I've walked past there on the way back from a late train at one point. Uh, Then Burger King, then KFC. He says he's uh, having a nice cold pint sat outside his caravan in the sun. Oh, someone's doing right for themselves. Uh, Let's go to the phones. We've got Sam on the line. Apparently he's got some intel about KFC's chips. Sam, what have you got? They were changed a couple of years ago from the old deal. Not very good fries. I was going to use another word there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so KFC changed their fries. Is that the intel you're telling us I think tonight? It was quite contra- from memory, it was controversial at the time. Yeah, they had uh, the old style fries, and then they went to the skin-on rustic kind of hipster fries. Hipster, hipster fries. fries. <laughs> and what's, where, where do you stand on the uh, on their change to skin-on fries, Sam? What's oh, your view on it? Definitely better. Yeah, they're very good. Very good. So, where's KFC in your three? Are they featuring Sam? Um, number two. Number two. All right, and, and either side, number one or number three, what are you saying for best chips? Number three, Burger King. Number one's definitely Five Guys. He loves a rustic skin on, doesn't he? He really does. Yeah. That's what we've heard. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, that's, uh, that's, that's what they say. <laughs> Cheers, Sam. We'll, Cheers. we'll leave it there. <laughs> Uh, goodbye. Uh, Stuart from Ellsbury has texted to say, Butch and Ricky, I can't believe no one has mentioned Shake Shack with the cheese sauce. They are very, very good. I've never been in there. Very good with the cheese sauce. And they're like crinkly chips, like the old school But ones. it didn't make your top three, though, Richie, no, did they? I forgot. I'm going to have to readjust it. Algie has tweeted us to say that he doesn't like chips. Have you ever met anyone who doesn't like chips? I don't think I've ever met anyone in my life who doesn't like chips. Not until Algae, and I'm very suspicious of him. If I went for lunch with Algae, no offence, Algae, and it transpired during the meal that he didn't like chips, I'd go to the loo and then get out the window. (laughs) Uh, We're trying to work out what are the top three fast food chips in the world at the moment. Uh, Kitty says Taco Bell. What, I don't even know, what is a Taco Bell? I saw a Taco Bell in Chelmsford the other day, didn't get the time to explore, so I was off to cricket. But what is it, though? What do they do? Tacos? That's a good point, isn't it? It was either Taco or Bells. One is infinitely more edible than the other one. <laughs> Never really thought about that. That's so weird. You, I always think telephones. You've been overdue a classic. Oh, wow. That is, that's blown my mind, that is. <laughs> blown his mind, folks. Oh, dear. Uh, John's hanging on with a very specific one. John, what is it? I think they call it frittery. I took my sort of six-year-old, I think he was at the time, to Belgium to see the Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. And he wouldn't eat a thing. And as we trudged back to the campsite, we we stumbled upon this uh, well, chip shop, and he loved it. <laughs> so if, so uh, twice the next day, and then as we left on the third day, he, he had a portion of chips from that from that place. So you're saying that the number one fast food chips in the world is from the Spa Formula One campsite uh, frittery. <laughs> In my opinion, in my experience, I should say. Well, your experience is the only one you can have, John, so it's perfectly valid. Absolutely. Uh, Are positions two and three just as specific? Uh, Yeah, because there's uh, there's one very local on on our way home from picking the wife up from work. There's there's a chicken takeaway that does does excellent chips. What's its name? Give it a shout-out. I think it's called Tennessee Fried Chicken. Tennessee Fried Chicken. They're at two. And what about three? Uh, That's just... McDonald's generally. Really. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the horizons shrink as this list goes on. <laughs> Ten weeks of tickets.
on Absolute Radio. So thanks for 10 weeks for tickets. Uh, we have a chance for you to be winning your way to see the brilliant Coldplay in Manchester on the 31st of May. It's going to be an amazing gig. Uh, the band's tour is called Coldplay Music of the Spheres and we've devised a cracker of a little game all about spherical objects. We will be dropping a spherical object for you in a second if you can tell us from the sound of it dropping onto a metallic tray. <laughs> <laughs> Still can't work out why we didn't win the Radio Academy Award this no, year. No, me neither. Don't know what it is. Uh, if you can work out what the spherical object is, tours called Music of the, of the Spheres, just to remind you, it's why we're doing this. Music of the Spheres. <laughs> if you can work out what it is, uh, then call us 0330-123-1215 for your guest. Have a listen to this. Now, I should give a clue at this stage, all right? Yeah, go on. It's a versatile food. Versatile food. <laughs> uh, right, uh, let's go to the calls. Who's this? It's Georgia. Georgia, where are you calling from? Are you on your way somewhere or coming back from somewhere? Uh, I'm in Liverpool. All right, what are you doing? I'm just on my way home. Okay. Sketchy character. Very sketchy, very, very guarded about information. <laughs> uh, what do you do for a job? I'm a teacher. Okay. OK, fair enough. We'll leave the interrogation yep. there for Georgia, for now, Georgia. We'll, uh, we'll ask you, what is your guest? What is your guest? What is your guest for the music of the spheres? Uh, I'm really nervous about this now. I'm going to say frozen peas. <laughs> frozen peas. Very heavy frozen peas. One big pea. frozen pea. Georgia, you sound lovely and it's lovely to have you on the show, but I'm afraid you're not right. Oh, no worries. Hard luck, Georgia. God bless you. Hello, home time. Who's this? Hi, it's Ian. Who's this? It's Ian from Newcastle. Oh, right. I thought you said hi, team. Yes, so did I. I mean, like, hey, yeah, high five. <laughs> and you have a Georgie fiancé. I know. I, I can't understand what she says a lot of the time, though. <laughs> Do you know what, right? Our, our, um, you know, you, sometimes you can speak into the Sky remote. It doesn't understand my other half. She's from Anik, <laughs> and it doesn't understand her. Uh, that's, that's more Northumbrian than Newcastle, so I, that's even worse. That set me, that set me straight. <laughs> OK, uh, uh, linguistics aside... Where are you sleeping tonight? <laughs> you asking him or me? <laughs> uh, Ian, what's your guess? It's a potato. It's not. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> but it's versatile, actually. It's a good it guess. is versatile, but it's not a potato. Lovely to speak to you. Thanks very much, Joe. Home time, who is this, please? Hello. Hello, it's David. Is that versatile food a potato? <laughs> straight in. <laughs> um, and straight back out, still no. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, David. Oh, no worries. Oh. Home time, who's this? Hello there. Hi, it's James. James, where are you calling from? Perthshire. He's got a good line. He has. Look at some bad lines tonight. James got a lot. Are you on landline, James? What are you using there? Um, it's a mobile. Well, that's a great mobile. It's, I presume it's Tesco Mobile, but let's, it let's just carry on and, and get you guess what you think this is. OK. I think it's a potato. <laughs> <laughs> we need to set, put the... Can you, can you get the word out in Perthshire that it's not a potato, OK? Oh, it's not a potato. It's not a potato. It's not a potato. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Still. Uh, home time, who's this? Hello, this is Baz. Baz? Baz? Baz, that makes it all Maz. OK, Maz, not Baz. No, no, Maz. Um, You're not about to say potato, are you? I'm not about to say potato. Brilliant. What, what do you reckon it is? I would say tomato. Oh, <laughs> tomato. Oh, we've done it. We've done it now, haven't we? Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> oh, I like that. Home time, who's this? Hello, it's Louise. 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 Where are you calling from, Louise? 
I'm calling from um, County Armagh, Northern Ireland. Okay, cool. I've got a good feeling about Louise. Louise, please tell me what the item was that Richie just dropped on the metal tray. Was it popcorn? <laughs> a what? A popcorn. Popcorn. It wasn't. I don't know what popcorn you're eating over there in Northern Ireland, but I'm. Uh, it, it's not that heavy. <laughs> Get on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See you later. Right, we could be here all night going potato, tomato, tomato, tomato. So let's pause the whole thing off. Uh, we roll it over. Ten weeks of tickets returns tomorrow with four tickets. Madness. Ten weeks of tickets on the radio station where real music matters. Absolute Radio. Now, what with the food flavour of uh, today's show and the uh, the top chips that has been uh, going on uh, in the earlier half of the show, reminds me, uh, thank you to uh, people that have been emailing hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk uh, with other things they got confiscated after I was sharing the tale of misery about my Doritos tangy cheese dip at the cricket on Sunday. I don't think this is ever going to leave you. It's going to affect you for maybe the rest of your life. I'm going to flip things and go optimistic because one thing I didn't share yesterday was the triumph that soon followed. Okay. I created my own sauce. Did you now? So, of course, I'd had my dip taken away from me. I've actually made my own DIY sauce. Easy for you to copy this. I'm happy to share it with you right now. So the cliffhanger you left us with on yesterday's show is that you were at the cricket, they took your dip off you, so you were walking around with some dry old Pringles or something. We've just got, like, the tortilla chips, but now with no dip to dip them into. And you can't be eating them like... You can't eat tortilla raw. No, it's It's just... It's it's not the done thing. You can't do that. So what I did was I went to a... One of those sort of, like, fast... Fast food little stools. Right. You know how they've got all their condiments out on display once you've bought a punnet of chips off them? Yeah. I said, could I have one of your cardboard cups that they might do a hot drink in? And then what I did was filled one of them half with burger sauce. I don't even know what burger sauce is, I'll be honest with you. It's kind of like the orange sauce that you would squirt into a burger. Okay, right, fine. So that's half a cup of that. Half a cup of that. Yeah. And then on top of that, I put in half a cup of garlic mayo. And then I took a wooden coffee stirrer, mixed it together, and what then came about was something that looked like the Doritos tangy cheese dip. I thought, this is going to be great. Okay. And I tell you, you're going to have to take my word for it, although I've given you the recipe, easy to recreate. It's out there now, isn't it? It was heavenly. Really? Yeah. Is it a little bit like if you were, like, say you were trapped on a desert island and you put sand on top of like some grass and pretended that you were eating like tofu or you know or <laughs> do you know what I mean like if, if you're if you're at that point of just like losing it because everything's going wrong I guess you could kind of trick yourself into eat, having anything it was then, I, do you I, know what I mean I guess there's a little bit of similarity to what you're saying although I promise you hand on heart it was a really really good tip and my two mates who were with me also swore by it they said it was amazing they had some as well they, they had they some as well dipped their chips in your weird mucky sauce they did indeed from around the, a festival or <laughs> The, the, uh, those vans outside uh, takeaways. <laughs> they did, it was a triumph. Oh, fair, well, yeah, fair enough. Peter says, sriracha mayo and chopped jalapenos. It does sound rather hot, Pete. Very, very spicy, but I'll give it a try. Uh, Neil Crozier has tweeted in with, uh, and we tried this on our chip shop tour, Edinburgh chippy sauce. I'm not a big fan. I don't think it's that much cop. Sorry, Scotland. Uh, quite vinegary as well. It's like, you know, when you go to a, like a greasy spoon cafe and they've cut the brown sauce with loads of vinegar. Mm. Little bit like that. Bring it on if you want to come back at us, 8, 12, 15. Speaking of which, we've had a voice note from Brian about sources. Listen to this. Hi, Bush and Richie. Brian here, a long-time caller, first-time uh, listener. Uh, my DIY sauce is called Baroque sauce. I made it a couple of years ago now. 
it's 68% ketchup, 30% American mustard, and 2% secret, which I can't reveal. And the reason it's called Baroque sauce is because it's so decadent. Baroque sauce? Y you'd... You'd imagine that the thing that's two percent is the thing that's decadent. There. I, I want to know what all of the full percentage could get. Some uh, little hints coming up as uh, some of these DIY sources come through, excluding the one you made at a cricket ground. Right, <laughs> uh, right Laura, what's yours? Um, I do too. Um, one spoon prawns or Mary Rose sauce. Right. The pink one. All you do is whack some ketchup and mayo in. That's it. Mix it up. Nobody knows any different. She's, cla <laughs> she's claiming Mary Rose sauce, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It that's what we used to do it in pubs and it works fine. But do you, do you um, ever put, do you put anything else in it? Because obviously Mary Rose sauce has been around for quite a while. Do you, you add a little twist of your own in there? If, if I'm feeling a bit posh, I'll put a bit of paprika on it. Oh, a bit of paprika, <laughs> okay. right. Blimey. You got another one? Uh, barbecue sauce, which yeah. is what I've just made for my hunter's chicken today, is ketchup, treacle and smoked paprika. That is <sighs> all you need. Treacle? Yeah, treacle. Spoonful of treacle in it and it gives it that just that sticky barbecue-ness. So just, just, just to go back there, just to confirm this, so you're saying that the this, the alchemy of, uh, was it ketchup? Ketchup. Treacle ketchup, and paprika treacle. makes barbecue yeah, sauce. paprika, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. That's pretty mad. If that's if that's true, then that's crazy. Yeah. I want to leave now and go home and make that. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It's so easy. And I just do a big blob of ketchup, a big teaspoon of treacle, and then loads of smoked paprika. That's it. This sounds a bit weird, but can you be my mum as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what kids are having today, so there you go. Lucky kids. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, Laura. Bye. Uh, Wendy, your DIY sauce, please. Um, bread sauce and it's... not made of bread. How do you make bread sauce but not made of bread, then? Brown sauce and ketchup, 50-50. Hold, that... <laughs> Hold on a minute. And you mix brown sauce and ketchup, 50-50, and that makes bread sauce. You spread it on your bacon or sausage sandwiches and it's perfect. I honestly think yeah. in some countries, if you mix red and brown sauce together, you can get like four, two, two or three years. <laughs> it's, I, that's uh, that's heresy, <laughs> isn't it? I just no, I don't see where it. where the the natural clag of a bread sauce is coming from. Those two things mixed up. Th there's a lot of problems here, Wendy, with your recipe. I'm afraid. Yeah, don't knock it till you've tried it, boys. Really, well, we'd have to try it first. <laughs> Sausage sandwich. <laughs> Squirt of brown, squirt of red, mix it all up. All right, Wendy. Well, animal, absolute animal. And just to confirm, one last time, you're calling that bread sauce? Yes. <laughs> wow. My, my, son, my son made the name. Well, Broken Britain. Broken Britain on Home Time Tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, good, there you go. <laughs> good to speak to you. You too. We've heard the feedback. We've talked enough about foods. Just room for one more of your DIY sauces because, to be honest, so many more are still coming through. I do, so... Whenever I have like pork ribs or beef ribs, so cup of ketchup, cup of hoisin, half a cup of hot chilli and a teaspoon of fire spice. You, you put that, you marinate it in there, you make like a, a foil bag, which you cook at low low temperature in the oven for two hours. Then you take the foil off and then you do like another half an hour and turn the oven on, honestly the best ribs you'll ever taste. Wow, and is this your recipe that you've made up or has someone passed this down to you? No, no, I just... I'm always messing with food, trying to find something good. So, uh, yeah, I just literally thought, well, I like that and I like that and I'll chuck it together and see what happens. And, Dave, do you work in a professional kitchen? What is your job? I'm a contracts manager for a construction company. Wow, what a curveball that is. So we've got a name for this. Is it Dave's Sauce? 
Yeah, yeah, Dave's special sauce. Well, I'm not oh, so sure about that, Dave. No, 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 no. No, we. I suppose you could just call it um, Dave's rib sauce then. Okay, yeah, that's what it says on the <laughs> tin. Yeah, it's a bit better. <laughs> what, what, exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah. <laughs> What we didn't realise is that we had to obviously stay along around till the end of the show then to do this bit at the end. So we've yeah. made ourselves late now for the meeting. And we should have just um, done a good one at the beginning, so sorry about that. Yeah, really sorry. So, uh, yeah, that's it.